Hello, 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 great minds, and welcome to Luke's birthday special. that time of year everyone where we are here with luke for his birthday special his fourth birthday special how you doing tonight luke i'm great zach how are you fantastic glad to be here with you for another round of drinks with great minds in history because you know haven't seen you in a while for the show we just did pregame of course so we're all warmed up and reacquainted but to our listeners how, how you been luke everything going good in your life everything's all good i'm getting a house zach yes My i'm house. very excited to hear that and your your Crazy. signing papers when monday Okay, let's make one thing clear. Listeners, don't stop supporting the show. That, 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 that's not that DGMH money. He's not buying a house with DGMH. There's no DGMH money. All right? Any DGMH money that's I haven't seen is, a cent of it yet, by the way. I haven't seen a cent of it yet. It, uh, any cent I've seen pays for the damned, uh, well, everything they have to pay. Uh, but yeah, so Luke's buying a house. He's going to have a five-minute commute to work, and he's loving teaching middle school. We talked yes. all about Cleopatra, ancient Egypt, and all the fun stuff he's excited to teach in his seventh grade ancient to renaissance world history or western civilizations do you cover like china and stuff too uh a little bit of india a little bit of china oh my yeah god, we might have to invite luke on for a round of cullen chats china yeah. everyone yeah. oh my gosh when he's chatting china that's fantastic i will let you know when i get there yeah please do and you can come on and teach us a little bit and cullen will love that but um luke maybe you could uh you know, give us a, a little preview uh, as to what we're going to cover tonight. Cause I, I don't really, I didn't know until last night and I think we settled on a, a unique idea. What are, what are yes. perfect so, for this time of year? Uh, I, I think it would be interesting to uh, use this, my birthday special. We're cre- we're, we're in the holiday season. We are. Um, Luke's Christmas music extravaganza starts tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Luke's Facebook uh, Christmas music extravaganza, yes. which feel free to share the first one to the podcast page, because I've always enjoyed Luke's Christmas music extravaganza thing that you do every year. Oh, I would love to post it to the podcast yeah, page. Yeah, for great. sure, for sure. Um, um, go ahead. But as as we're creeping, creeping closer uh, to the day, the day, Christmas. Uh, I, thought it, I thought it would be fun today to discuss some uh, unusual Christmas folklore. And in part, Icelandic folklore correct? I, there is icelandic folklore also want to talk uh, a little bit maybe about bavarian folklore oh okay well i i, 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 I did the research with the icelandic because um that one is just it's a lot of fun i think well so, luke piqued my interest so i actually did had to look something up so i actually read an article on one of the things which we have to talk about but that's great luke what are you doing a drink of tonight what are you drinking tonight uh i have well i have american honey of course okay of course uh of so course i'll awesome. be i'll be sipping on that a little bit I also okay. have, of course, an ice-cold traditional yingling lager from America's oldest brewery in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. In Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Well, fantastic. Wouldn't be a Luke birthday special without it. For me, I joined in your Christmassy theme, and I am having a hot cocoa spiked with caramel spiced rum. Uh, yes, a hot cocoa caramel spiced rum drink is what that I'm doing for my beverage. Good. Uh, it's no longer hot, but that's neither here nor there. It's a cold cocoa. Uh, so what can you do? Uh, but what, what uh, is the temperature like down in uh, in the uh, Florida Panhandle? It's cold in the morning. It was warmer in the afternoon, but it's been cold at night and cold during the day. It's been very nice. I mean, by cold you mean 50s, 60s, okay. 70s. Hmm. 
<laughs> and it'll get colder. It'll get cold. There'll be days where it's in the 40s. For it sure. was 17 when I got up and left for work today. Well, you live in the north. Uh, I don't know what to say, you Yankee. Uh, it's just the truth. So uh, we talked drinks. We talked about what we're going to discuss tonight a little bit. But Luke, real quick, um, I know I made a post about it, but when is your birthday? When was your birthday? November 7th. November 7th. So it's been a hot second. And yeah. we are recording on November 30th. Yes. And tomorrow is December 1st. And that's where all that Christmas chat comes from. Yes. Uh, of course, this will air after that on December 5th. It'll air. So... The timeline will be a little scrambled up, but Luke's Christmas extravaganza will be underway uh, by that point, I assume. So listeners on Facebook can see all that. But uh, Luke, after last year, I don't really want to ask this, but are you planning on singing the song tonight? <laughs> uh, I wasn't. <laughs> okay. Do you want to try? Um, Hold on. I got to introduce it. Okay. So <laughs> listeners, it's time for Luke's Christmas birthday extravaganza special. But first, take it away. It's some history for you, some history for me. It's the uh, history of the great minds. It's the it's history of the great minds that made history come to be. <laughs> All right. But what is it? Okay, we'll transition to music. Okay, Luke. It's some history for you. Uh-huh. And what is it for me? A reason to drink for it's me. A reason to drink for me. Yeah, some history for okay. you. A reason to drink for me. It's the history of the great minds. It's the minds history of the great minds that made history come to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got it. We figured that was better. That yeah. was better this year. Uh, but so, Luke, Christmas folklore. Take you know we've we've eulogized the Queen. We've talked about John Adams. Mm-hmm. We've talked about our own college capstone papers. And we now are. you take us down the Christmas folklore rabbit hole. Interesting Christmas folklore. So uh, I figure we'll start off with uh, some Bavarian Christmas folklore. So um, So Southern Germany. Southern Germany, yes. Uh, So uh, I thought we could talk about Krampus a little bit. So Krampus Krampus. is a little more well-known than than the the next subject that I want to talk about. But uh, Krampus is a a figure in um, Bavarian Christmas folklore. Uh, who during uh, Yuletide, so the Christmas season, uh, scares children who've misbehaved. Uh, he's he's typically uh, identified as like St. Nicholas's assistant or, or Santa Claus's assistant. He checks and, the list. And, and he goes and um, visit children on December 6th. And while St. Saint, Saint Nicholas will reward those well-behaved children, Krampus often will... Uh, uh, scold the badly behaved ones, and they will receive punishment with Kramp- from Krampus with birch rods. What's so birch Krampus rod? Day is December fifth. Feast of Saint Nicholas is December sixth. Oh, birch rods. birch rods, birch rods. rods. Yes, birch rod. So uh, the birch rods are um, it's a form of cor- corporal punishment <laughs> in which a, a a birch rod, so a rod from a birch tree. Uh, is typically applied applied to the recipient's bare buttocks. Oh, it's a spanking tool. Yes. Actually, I, I just did a quick read, and it's not a singular rod from a birch tree, but many twigs bound together mm-hmm. to smack a bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, now the the origins of Krampus are 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 pretty much um, unclear. Uh, there, are some anthropologists believe that it has pre-Christian origins. So we this is going into um, uh, like polytheistic Rome, 
uh, could be where Krampus is is kind of birthed from, or perhaps mm-hmm. Gaul, uh, something like that. He's kind of evolved now in American media, that is, and mm-hmm. entertainment. Kind of a horror a, film thing, horror isn't he? Thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there but was he's... a movie not long ago. I think it was just called Krampus. And yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, Zach, but I think he went around killing people in that film. <laughs> Probably. I know that he's in Northern Italy, too, because of Trento um, and uh, the fact that that was Austrian, because he's in Austria, too. Uh, yes. And so he trickles down in Northern Italy because that was under Austrian control until after World War One. So yes. I know that I'm going to Belzano. So uh, this for in a few in a week. So I uh, would oh. be in Northern Italy and Innsbruck, uh, Austria, too. So I'm sure I'll be seeing plenty of uh krampus or krampus or whatever his name is so yeah that's uh that's awesome so what else anything else you want to tell us about krampus or krampus or whatever it looks Uh, like krampus but i think it's krampus right i think it i always said krampus okay krampus it is yeah giving you a cramp yeah well there he is spanking a baby's bottom on a greeting card okay greetings from yeah krampus. there were there were so it's like uh it's like a deterrent right card, yeah. greetings from like, krampus we can post that to the uh facebook page i certainly on. will but like so and he's appearing some i mean it's almost like he symbolizes the devil as far as uh like christian christianity teaching um so he has horns cloven hooves very hairy like a um it's almost like a like a like a bi-legged goat mm-hmm. is how I would yeah. describe Krampus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So satanic, but Santa's friend. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Hey, one fun thing about Krampus is that I I just saw it's customary to offer him schnapps. Like, hey, Krampus, Perfect. let's just let's just fucking get along. He's a great mind, you know. He's like, hey, uh, listen. Spanking or schnapps? You tell me. So I, I don't know. So um, Krampus. Now I don't think that you celebrate Krampus, uh, but he's certainly a fun one. Absolutely. So what made you want to talk about Krampus here? Just a you want to talk about the stranger, the stranger characters? Yes. Yeah, just the strangers, stranger characters of Christmas folklore. Um, I, this is my favorite time of year, and, and looking at different. Christmas stories and origins and uh, of the fantastical part of Christmas is, I mean, that makes the season, I think like, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. And um, I, I truly believe that. So, so it seems like the Austrian Krampus is a friendly version of Krampus who doesn't really beat you so much. Well, it's just, yeah. So just at a glance, but all right. So what other fun Christmas stories do you have for us? Okay, now the fun one that I that really got me to want to talk about this today. This It's called the Yule Cat. Yes, that's the one that I was like, what the yes. fuck are you talking yes. about? Now, the Yule Cat, I didn't know that the Yule Cat existed till a few years ago. The Yule Cat is a Icelandic Christmas uh, figure. Okay, and yes. The yes. Yule Cat will go around on Christmas Eve and if you haven't received new clothing yes. by Christmas Eve, yes. the cat will go around and eat you. Yeah, he like creeps in your window. Like, yes. He like yes. walks up and creeps in your window. It's a tall cat. It's not a kitten. It's like no, a no, size cat. cat. Yeah. Big cat. Like, yeah. like 10 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Big cat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this cat will go around and it will eat children that did not receive new clothes for Christmas. 
And I, I just think that that's pretty humorous. Like new clothes, that's it. Yeah. That's what they need to get to avoid being mutilated by the Yule cat. So what's the deal? What do you what do you want us to know? As of, as far as the origins go about the Yule cat, it was first identified in the 1860s that this of this story that the Yule cat would go around. If you right, yeah, first story. documented. I read that yeah, too. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. old though, right? It's like Middle Ages old. Like it's been yes. around for a while. Yes. So this is going back to yeah, like 14, 1500s, and they believe that it, this was just a story that was begun to be told by by sheep by shepherds oh oh because they wanted wanted their laborers to shear their sheep Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. quickly in time so that they could have these products out for christmas and people would buy them yeah it's kind of problematic though because the poorest of the poor aren't going to be able to afford these clothes it kind of sounds like icelandic traditions like hey if you're poor we're gonna fucking kill you yeah but but is that the case that you came across that that was the most common one that I saw was that uh, this was with this was thought up to get get workers to, buy, yeah. to to shear their their mm-hmm. sheep more quickly. Yeah, I saw one thing that caught my eye is that it was actually meant to promote charity by those who could afford multiple pairs of socks. Uh, that is oh. to say, those who can afford uh, to spare their lives from the Yule cat should give to those less fortunate who can't. Uh, but it's interesting to see where all these tr- the, the pieces of this come from. But I, yeah, you caught me with the, what is it? Yola Kortur... Oh God, Icelandic. Yola Kortarin, the, the Yol cat. Uh, yes. yes. Um, it does. It's, it's certainly no interesting. I mean, you know, we all have our Christmas traditions. And I know we've talked about Thomas Nast on the show and where our big fat jolly Santa comes from, like Washington Irving and, and Thomas Nast and Coca-Cola and all yep. those bits and we've talked about that before but then there's the yule cat krampus do you have any folklore that isn't about killing or beating children uh which which i mean is that so different than our santa claus luke you know he knows if you've been the whole point of santa is to deter children from you know being naughty krampus works the same way uh you know uh it's rather interesting so any other any other pieces you wanted to bring to the table tonight um, now, uh, there is one other one. This is from a Welsh tradition. Okay. Uh, this is, it's called the Mary Lude, which is a Welsh culture. I'm sure we said is, that right. Is, uh, steeped in superstition. Yeah, I'm sure I did not pronounce that correctly. <laughs> I, I don't speak Welsh. Residents of South Wales enjoy parading an undead horse around their villages to celebrate the happiest time of the year and a wassailing display. And wassailing is, is, uh, it's similar to caroling where uh, people would go from house to house and, and ask for a drink of wassail, which is, it's, it's a Christmas cider. It's a warm Christmas cider. So and, it's a horse's skull is what I'm reading here. Not yes. a dead, like a, it's a, a, a horse's skeleton, not a, yeah. yes. It, it's it, like it, a hobby horse. Drinking a white sheet over a pole with a horse skull attached okay. and on house on town's folks doors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why is Christmas in Europe so scary? Uh, you, you know, like that's what um, I, I don't really understand. That's a Victorian tradition. Is that what, is that fucking terrifying? Well, uh, um, <laughs> there there were traditions of of ghosts, and that's where we get Charles Dickens' uh, Christmas Carol comes into play a little bit when Ebenezer Scrooge was visited by the ghost of Christmas uh, past, present, and yet to come. 
so it's incorporated into that. But it's also that uh, uh, be on your best behavior, I guess, I suppose. And also in um, Andy Williams' uh, famous Christmas song, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year, he also references ghost stories during, mm-hmm. the, during the Christmas season. Okay, okay. Well, that's those are three interesting traditions, all of which are are terrifying and about abusing people. Uh, yeah, of course. Well, one of my favorite is the fact that Dom- nobody in Italy actually knows who Dominic the donkey is. Uh, you know, there's no Italian Christmas donkey to really talk about. You say that to an Italian, I'm pretty sure uh, that they won't even know uh, who he is. I mean, uh, that Lou Monti song, I don't even think that Dominic the donkey is in any way, shape or form uh, related to history, uh, uh, the Christmas traditions in Italy. Uh, no, uh, that was there is... a song by Lou Monty, yeah. and um, it's fun. It always He's got goes, a, Sam's got a little friend. His name is yeah. Dominic. Cute His name is Dominic the donkey. He is Never the Italian to... Christmas donkey. And I always thought that it would be better if we just placed Dominic the donkey in Brooklyn, where he belongs, not in Italy. <laughs> Well, those are a few great uh, Christmas Christmas traditions, Uh, but we're going to head into Last Call to talk about uh, our favorite Christmas songs for a quick moment of Last Call. So listeners, just follow the link in the show notes to get access to this exclusive Last Call bonus episode. Uh, Mexico has an interesting tradition for Christmas. They they, uh, carve radishes. Why? Uh, Because they can. (laughs) <laughs> that is not a good answer but okay the mexicans all of mexico carves radishes uh generally in the mexican city of oh gosh love the preparation here luke oh, we're heading oh, out a last call Oaxaca? is it oaxa o-a-x-a-c-a i have say no that? i have no clue this is your show i just show up Zach, I'm always so unprepared for these. Oh, my. Well, that was our last call, Patreon bonus exclusive. We talked about our favorite Christmas films, our Christmas travel plans, and our uh, favorite Christmas songs. Listeners, enjoy that brief little one. We're going to wrap this birthday Christmas hybrid special up. Luke, any final thoughts for um, your Christmas traditions episode, other than your Christmas tradition, which you're going to share with us in the DGMH Facebook page? Um. As of 2018, Reykjavik erected a Yule Cat statue. For the That's Christmas terrifying. Season. That's terrifying. It's 16 feet tall. They have to be. That's how big he is. I uh-huh. just can't believe that. Yeah. It well, have you heard of um, the pooping log, the shitting log? I have heard of the pooping log. Yes. Tio de Nadal. Yes. It's like a log that you partially burn. I don't really understand it. I wasn't sure if you had heard about that one. Uh, but you give the, the pooping log a little bit to eat and then supposedly... He tossed it in a fire and it def- I think it's a, uh-huh. is it a, it's a Spanish tradition, I think. Uh, Catalonia, um, specifically. Yeah, yes. Ca- Catalonia, yeah. Catalonia. But I mean, like, that's a hell of a Christmas t- tradition that you, you, you have a shitting log or a poop log. Uh- <laughs> it's fed every day with nuts and sweets and kept warm with a blanket. Yes. And then it gets beaten with six on Christmas Eve to poop out presents. Yes, exactly. And you pull the, there's a blanket on the back half of it and parents will pull the blanket up and then all of a sudden there's, it's defecated, um, the, your, your gifts. So, uh, you're trying to, uh, make it, uh, there's a song. I saw the song yesterday when I was looking up stupid shit here. Um, what is it? Hold on. Let me see if I can find the song. Oh, I, 
I swore I saw a song last night. Poop log. Log of Christmas. Don't poop salted herring. They're too salty. Poop turds. <laughs> they are much better. I don't really know. That's one song I came across. Basically, don't poop a pickled herring, which I guess is what it, he'll poop if you're bad. Yeah. Uh, yet another thing uh, to deter kids from being naughty. Ironically, this time it's a log pooping pickled herring or salted herring. Uh, so, but no. All right. Well, Luke, thank you uh, so much for coming on for another birthday special and bringing us into the Christmas season of DGMH. Of course, I still have to close out the season with the season finale. Now that we've done all the birthday specials, that'll probably happen towards the end of December before Christmas, but I'll be taking a week off as I will be going to Italy for a little bit. So uh, listeners, uh, there's Luke vaping, which brings us to this. Of course, uh, what are you doing a shot of tonight, Luke? American honey? Uh-huh. Yes. I'm going to do a shot of tequila. And I raise this glass to, of course, our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. But I raise this glass to Luke Franchuk, the yinzer with the yingling, the apple pie patriot, the man with a mouthful of Skittles, master all night long, Luke Hefner, who everybody's a fan, Chuck. Of. Is that a new one? Uh, Luke well, it's pretty hard not to be. Luke wore a bathrobe to the recording tonight. He's really taking his birthday special seriously. But it's his show. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. But Luke, thanks for coming on, buddy. It's always good to have you on. And I raise a glass to you. Cheers. Cheers, Zach. Love being on the show. It doesn't sound like you mean that. <laughs> I absolutely do. I know. This is so much fun. I enjoy this so much. I do too. I do too. Well, listeners, thanks for tuning in and uh, have a, Happy holiday. Cheers. And, uh, uh, bon Natal. Bon Natal. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers.